whenever you're ready. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to stop it? Yeah. Actually, no. Keep it in. Keep it in. Keep it in. I gotta show everyone my flaws. Demons. 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 Ghosts. Demons. 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 Possession. Demons. 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 Ghosts. Demons. 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 I'm gonna exercise you. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Nicole, and Erica's here for moral support. Hello. Uh, we're recording another shorty. Um... Let me start off. We ended the last one with me giving everyone a nice kiss. I'm going to open it with the same thing. Okay. <laughs> that was me giving you each a kiss on the cheek. With consent. With consent only. Okay. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, today's topic, Erica kind of already knows. Erica, you still want to guess on what I have to talk about? Got. Okay, cool. So <laughs> today's my body is like doing some weird shape thing because we're like recording on the bed still. Yeah. Yes. Surprise, surprise. This is still the same. We're recording four in one day. Same day. Yay. We're losing our shit. Oh, God. <clears throat> okay. Leave it all in. I want sushi. <laughs> that sucks. I'll get it. This later. is us kind of just like hanging out with y'all. Yeah. We're just I kind of like. It's like sleepover time. It is. This is like the sleepover weeks. Four weeks of sleepover talk. This is a hibernation week. So when you guys listen to this, you all need to make sure that you're all cuddled in bed too. Little lights dimmed. Maybe with a salt lamp. I mean, unless you're scared of what I'm about to talk about. (laughs) No, 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 no. This is the perfect thing. Just, all right. So before you all listen to this episode, make sure that you're, you know, you're in bed. Hold on. We can't put we can't put the topic in yeah. the show notes. This is a surprise. This will be a surprise. So, so before you actually officially start listening to this episode, you need to lay down in bed. All the lights off. With all the lights off. If you want, you can have a nightlight. If you're really scared of the dark, you're allowed a nightlight. That's fine. You might need a salt lamp for this one. But get cozy in bed, and we recommend headphones. And Especially with all the kisses on No. <laughs> that was Erica. That's us tucking you into bed. Okay. <laughs> that was a, that was an extreme kiss. I don't want that. <laughs> all right. I'm going to turn it over to Nicole now. Okay. So today on our short Cryptid Corner, um, we're not putting anything in the show notes. So it's going to be a surprise to you. Um, yeah. we The reason we want you in the dark and in bed is because this one is the Grim Reaper. He's coming for you. Just kidding. <laughs> so, is he a cryptid? Is he not? We're going to consider him one for this one today. <clears throat> As a lot of you do know, the Grim Reaper is a lord of death, a black shrouded specter who appears when your time on Earth has come to an end. Although his personality and his works are as mysterious as death itself, one thing is for certain. He's not someone you want to meet anytime soon, unless you're me, Erica, or Stephanie. No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, it's not as scary as we made it seem. We just wanted to spook you a little bit. I'll I'll make the next one spooky, I promise. All right, so as we all kind of know... Unlike certain earlier personifications of death, the Grim Reaper has a ghoulish appearance that has made him a favorite Halloween costume for generations. Um, kind of just like a basic look of him, the Reaper's look starts with a long black cloak. The cloak wraps all the way around the specter's body and shrouds his face beneath a deep hood. 
it is usually loose and tattered so that bits of black flutter in the wind as the reaper moves. In his hand, the reaper carries a scythe, a long pole with a curved blade fixed to the top. The scythe is traditionally used to harvest crops at the end of fall. In the reaper's case, it is used to harvest souls at the end of life. The specter might also carry an hourglass, which he uses to measure the amount of time left in a life. Finally, he may travel on the back of a ghostly white horse or in a chariot pulled by white horses. Few people have glimpsed the figure beneath the black cloak and live to tell the tale. Most legends paint the reaper as a skeleton, white bones, and an empty skull, but few claim that nothing but a dark void lurks beneath the cloak. What do you think, Erica? I think it's a skeleton. You think? I think it's a skeleton underneath the cloak. I think it's the black void. Do you? I don't think we know what he looks like. No, I think it'll be a mystery until we actually see him. You know what I want him to look like? Or them. No, or them. We don't know the gender. Oh. I'm just saying he for this, but we never know. Um... I want them to look like the Grim Reaper from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> I'm a Bill and Ted stan. Please. I'm ready for the third one. Let's have a discourse, everyone. Yes. I'm ready for Bill and Ted discourse. Let's do it. <laughs> so, the Grim Reaper's appearance, from what we do know what they kind of look like, might send a chill down your spine, but he's not as evil as he looks. Above all else, the Reaper is a hard worker. His job is to collect souls when they reach the end of their time on Earth, and he is extremely diligent about getting his work done. He always meets his deadlines, no pun intended, yeah. and, and he is rarely, rarely distracted from or persuaded not to do his job. Some people might think that the Reaper, like an assassin, is despicable because he ends life without so much as a flinch, but there's an important difference. Assassins kill people without caring, caring about their fate, the Reaper kills people because it is their fate to die. In many ways, his work is beneficial. He ends suffering for people who are older, sick, and he prevents overpopulation. That can be argued. <laughs> Some special abilities here. The Reaper has an important job and, a, and special skills to match. The signature and most mysterious skill is the ability to separate souls from the body. Most stories claim that the mere presence of the specter will begin to draw the soul from the body. With the crook of one bony finger, he can break your bonds to the living world forever. That's terrifying. I know, right? After the Reaper has collected your soul, he will serve as a psychopomp, a guide who helps you find your way into the next realm. So he doesn't leave you alone. He helps, he helps you out. A few stories describe heroes who have managed to trick the Grim Reaper or convince him not to take their souls. In some cases, the Reaper has even given people talismans that made them immortal. Are you okay? Erica sat up fully. Harry Potter. I'm getting there. Ah! <laughs> Why are you yelling? Okay. Okay, like as we're recording too, like my talking is just like so little on like the recording thingy. I don't know. And then like Erica is just like the super loud bird. <laughs> okay. Personifications of death exist in all cultures, of course, throughout all of recorded history. Ancient people took a friendlier approach to death. For example, 
Thanatos, not Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally the first thing I thought Right? Of. Snap. Bucky Barnes. I have a hyperfixation with Bucky Barnes right now. I was finding Kyle about it earlier. Yo, the fight was real. Yeah, who loves Bucky Barnes more? It's me. Uh, <laughs> but he is the Greek god of death and was an attractive and noble-hearted young man. And the Valkyries, who decided which Norse soldier should die in battle, were beautiful and heroic women. Heroic, sorry, can't talk. The turning point in our attitude towards death come, came in the 14th century, when Europe was ravaged by the Black Plague. In some cities, as many as one in five people died from the plague. Decaying bodies piled up in the streets and everyone had loved ones to grieve. During the plague, artists began painting death as a horrific figure. Skeletons armed with deadly weapons danced among plague victims in the street or rode white horses with wagons full of bodies attached. Eventually, a black-cloaked figure, the first recognizable reaper, began appearing at the head of these ghastly processions. His dark costume curved scythe... <sighs> Pause. Eventually, a black-cloaked figure, the first recognizable reaper, began appearing at the head of these ghastly processions. His dark costume and curved scythe may have been inspired by plague doctors, who wore dark shrouds and bird-like masks to protect themselves from breathing infected air. Those bird masks terrify me to this day. Oh, are we talking about, um... I yeah. see, I always have, like, a nightmare of, like, a bird man, and they always have, like, that mask on. I'm also afraid of birds, so that's a fun fact, too. <laughs> so, like, anything bird and, like, the mask, the mask is just so freaking freaky. I had a nightmare when I was younger, and it just stuck with me forever. Plague yep. yep. It's so scary. <laughs> the name Grim Reaper didn't appear until the 19th century, although the Grim was a popular nickname for death dating all the way back to the 13th century. Some modern appearances, today the Grim Reaper continues to lord over our imaginations. He has become the world's most iconic personification of death. Fantasy and horror novels regularly pay homage to the Grim Reaper. Films like Scream and Goblin have played off his dark look, while books like J.K. Rowling's Problematic, <laughs> Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, like how Erica said the talisman there, for sure. Yep. And Neil Gaiman's The Graveyard Book have added new stories to the Reaper's long legend. And that's it on the Grim Reaper. Yay! I hope you guys enjoyed that. I enjoyed it. Good. It was his best. Now, if you guys did listen to us and you're tucked in bed, that's a good night kiss. Good night. <laughs> good night. We love you. Sweet dreams. As we tuck you in. <laughs> cool. All right. Oh, yeah. You can find us. <laughs> we got to close it out. Yeah. And we're going to close it out. You can find us. Everywhere. Everywhere. You know the draw. If this is the first time you're ever hearing us and this is the first episode, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're totally sorry, but you can find all of our info in the show notes. And on Facebook. And on Facebook. Okay, we love you. Bye. This is Cheers from the Grave. Bye. <laughs>